humble pie is hard to swallow sometimes, isn't it? However, when it's done right, it can have a sweet taste to it. Let's face it, Jesus gave us the perfect recipe for humble pie. And join me this week as I talk about the recipe for the sweet taste of humble pie. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. I'm sure you figured out that we aren't actually making pie today. We're going to be talking about the character trait of humility. Humility comes with its own set of misconceptions. I believe we see what we think might quote unquote look like humility when in fact the opposite could be true. So let's talk about the obvious first. Most of us, if not all of us, see pride and arrogance from a million miles away. Pride is an exaggerated self-esteem. It is thinking more highly of yourself than you should and boasting in what you've accomplished. Pride thinks we are better than everyone else. We can have spiritual pride, thinking we have arrived spiritually, or we can have an intellectual pride in what we know. Pride plays out in haughtiness and arrogance, but sarcasm and fear of being embarrassed, fear of people, and fear of making mistakes are also evidences of pride in our heart. These are mostly obvious, and we see them in people all the time, but the other things we see you would not think are pride are sometimes shyness or being consumed with the protection of ourselves or the actions of our children. Being overly cautious is pride. Being timid and having a false humility are evidences of pride in our heart. Any refusal we have of relating to another person as well as self-doubt are forms of pride. You see, pride is the complete opposite of humility. A person who walks in humility will be a person lowly of heart. They will not be arrogant or boastful. Humble people are ready to serve and have a teachable spirit. They do not think of themselves more highly than they should, but They do have a balanced self-view, understanding of their personal strengths and their role in the kingdom as well as their community. People who are humble treat others with respect and concern as well as taking care of them without playing favorites. Humility is other-focused and ready to set aside your own personal preferences to serve others. Humble people are also ready to receive correction, training, and feedback. Let's take a look a little deeper at what the Bible has to say about humility. Proverbs 11.2 says this, When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. Pride is thinking that you can walk independently of God and succeed. Humility is seeing yourself with quote-unquote reality glasses in light of a holy God. It is understanding that you don't always have all the resources, no matter how good you are at something, and being willing to admit it. When we humble ourselves, wisdom is very close companion to that. And who doesn't want wisdom? 
Here's a little something to ponder today. What is that one thing you are walking independently of God in today? Motivation plays into how much humble pie we're willing to eat. Look at Philippians 2-3 with me. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Selfishness and our pursuit to impress other people are the mortal enemies of unity and harmony in the church and in our families. Social media has also been a great vehicle to display our selfishness and attempt to impress other people. It's easy to see someone's highlight reel and it forces us to see how much better we can look. Humility is the mindset of the person who has a right sense of who they are. Humility is also the glue of unity among us believers as it seeks to build up one another. My brothers and sisters in Christ are not my competition. They are my family and my responsibility is to love them and give them preferential treatment. I find Romans 12, 3 to be a very tricky verse. Here's what it says. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given you. Do not think of yourself more highly than you should, but also do not think of yourself as less either. Where I see this happen, and even in myself, is when someone offers a compliment, and instead of saying simply thank you, we try to convince the other person that what they just said wasn't true. In fact, when we do not humbly accept a compliment from someone else, we are walking in false humility, which is pride through the back door. It's okay to know your strengths and to be proud of them. Humility is understanding that your strengths are a gift from God. Those compliments are ultimately giving glory to God for what he's done in and through you. Ask yourself this question. Do you believe you can be humble and still accept a compliment from someone else? Do you see those compliments as giving God glory? When I look at James 3.13, I'm reminded of what humility looks like when I walk it out. Here's what it says. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. Humility will play itself out in our lives in the way we serve others and by the kind of life we live. Often, we are more willing to be served than we are to serve with a happy heart. We are also quick to look down on those doing the serving. Too often I see cashiers, waiters, waitresses, pilots, flight attendants, and nurses look down upon because of their position. Wisdom and understanding are the companions of humility and are the very qualities that lead to a life of service done for God. As we pursue wisdom and understanding, we will humbly serve those around us, be profoundly grateful for those who serve us, and bring glory to God and honor to God. For me personally, this is where the rubber meets the road with humility. 1 Peter 5, 6 says this, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Going through a hard time can be, well, hard. If you are anything like me, you fight it for all you're worth. 
as if you had any control over how quickly it might end or that you can even prevent it from happening in the first place. Yet when we choose to humble ourselves before God and submit to his authority in our lives, we do see that he will lift us out of the pit in his timing. We might even find that those hard times are there to help us grow and mature in our walk with God, which is usually the case. Sometimes I wonder if I prolong the agony or even make it worse when I refuse to humble myself before God and allow him to lift me up in his time. Here are some tips this week to help you enjoy the sweet taste of humble pie. Be aware of the differences between pride and humility. Ask the Holy Spirit where you need to humble yourself. Choose to have a humble attitude toward God and towards others this week. If you've enjoyed this week's podcast, won't you leave me a review and then share it with a friend so others can hear it too? Let me pray for you this week. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being the absolute perfect example of humility. Lord, I pray that as we go throughout this week, that we would be conscious of those places where we are acting out in pride or false humility even. Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts. Lord, I thank you and I praise you that you have given us the perfect example of humility. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.